welcome to the Absolute Recap Physics 1 edition, where we maximize your understanding and minimize your need for memorization. Each episode will recap content, skills, and test-taking tips to help you succeed in May. I'm your host, Melanie Kingett, and your recap starts now. Hi, and welcome to the Absolute Recap Physics 1 edition. Today's episode will focus on the simple pendulum and the simple harmonic motion that it exhibits. Let's zoom out. We're in Unit 6, Simple Harmonic Motion, Topic 6.1 and 6.2. Our big idea is force interactions and conservation. Tick, tock, tick, tock. Ever wonder why grandfather clocks have a large mass that swings back and forth over and over and over? It should be no surprise that the motion of that mass is explained using physics. Let's zoom in. The large mass that swings back and forth in some clocks is known as a pendulum, and the way it swings is very predictable and consistent. Their motion is so consistent, in fact, that we can keep time with it. We call this predictable swinging simple harmonic motion because it is so repeatable that if we graphed the left and right displacement of one of these pendula over time, it would be sinusoidal, like a sine wave. The beauty of a pendulum is that it can easily be replicated at home. Grab a string, some twine, some thread, heck, a shoelace. On one end, tie the string to a fixed location, maybe above a door frame. On the other end, attach a mass. It doesn't need to be super heavy, but the thicker the string you used, the heavier the mass you will want. If you chose to use a shoelace, this can even be the shoe it's still attached to. Now, displace the mass slightly from its resting location, a point we will refer to as the equilibrium position, and let it go. Time it maybe using your cell phone stopwatch feature. You are aiming to time one complete oscillation or back and forth. If it starts on the right, let it swing left and come all the way back to where it started. This time for one oscillation is known as the pendulum's period and is measured in seconds. Alternatively, you could count how many back and forth cycles the pendulum makes every second. That is known as the pendulum's frequency and is measured in cycles per second or hertz. Frequency and period are inverse concepts, so taking the inverse of one will give you the other. Now it's time to do some science. What factors do you think might affect the period of the pendulum? There are a few things that come to mind. Maybe we could change the mass of the pendulum. Go ahead, swap it out on your homemade pendulum and do some science. You will find that whether you increase or decrease the mass, you will see a negligible change to the period of the pendulum. What else could we try? Maybe how far we pull the pendulum back before releasing it? Give it a shot. But be sure you keep the angle of the pendulum string to vertical, less than 15 degrees. It is a bit complicated why this must be the case, but essentially, a pendulum does not actually exhibit harmonic motion but it is darn close as long as the angle is less than 15 degrees. Any changes to period when you alter the release angle? Nope. How about if we change the length of the pendulum string? Any changes there? Eureka! We have done it. Hi there, 
Hi, producer Brad here. I wasn't always what you would call the best student. In fact, a fellow student once complimented me by saying how much my illustration skills had progressed over the course of our first semester philosophy class, where I may or may not have gotten a D. However, I did do very well in all of my online courses, so much so that my grandfather said that maybe I should avoid in-person interactions altogether. But the point is, everybody learns differently, and sometimes all you need to understand a difficult topic is a different perspective. The Absolute Recap live virtual classrooms allow you to collaborate with AP students from all over the world. Each 90-minute lesson is hosted through Zoom by your favorite podcasting teachers and focuses on specific course topics. Our teachers use visual aids, provide opportunities for student practice and Q&A, plus they give you a downloadable study packet. Our virtual classroom is a great opportunity to review for tests throughout the year as well as prepare for the exam in May. Reserve a seat for one class or book your seat for the year with our virtual classroom bundle and save. Now, back to the recap. It turns out that increasing the length of the string, or pendulum arm, increases the period of the pendulum. If you wanted to, you could certainly determine by how much the period increases for a given length increase. We could try doubling the pendulum arm, and then tripling, and quadrupling, etc. If we did so, we would see that period increases by the square root of the length increase. On your equation sheet, you will notice that the period of a pendulum, capital T, is equal to 2 times pi times the square root of the pendulum arm length over the gravitational acceleration of the planet you're on. So, wait, gravity matters? To counteract the state of weightlessness caused by lack of gravitation, special magnetic boots are provided to control the balance of space travelers. Okay, cool. What would the free body diagram look like for a pendulum as it swings? Well, to determine that, it helps to look at the extremes of a pendulum. If it were held horizontal, the FBD would have a downward arrow only for the gravitational force. But then the string starts to apply more and more tension as it maxes out as the mass reaches the bottom of the arc. Gravity is still there, but because the pendulum is moving in a curve, there must be a centripetal force directed towards the center of the curvature, and therefore more upward tension than downward gravitational force. Those same two forces act on the pendulum mass at all places in between the two extremes, with the tension constantly changing throughout the swing and the force of gravity remaining constant. If you tilt the axes of your coordinate system to allow tension to fall along the y-axis, then you can see that there is an x and y component of the gravitational force. The X component is the one responsible for speeding up or slowing down the pendulum along its curved path. This is known as the restoring force of the pendulum. It is the restoring force that we could use to find the linear or tangential acceleration of our pendulum at any given moment. Be careful, you cannot use the kinematic equations here since the acceleration is not uniform, but is in fact constantly changing. So how can we know how fast the pendulum is moving? Well, to find a pendulum's velocity, the easiest way is to use a conservation of energy concepts and to set the gravitational potential energy at the highest point equal to the kinetic energy of the pendulum bob, another name for the mass at the end of the string, at its lowest point. To recap, the length of the pendulum arm and the gravitational acceleration at the location where the pendulum is swinging both affect the period of the pendulum. The restoring force for a pendulum is equal to mg sine theta, 
and to find the speed or height of a pendulum bob at any location, use conservation of energy. Coming up next on the Absolute Recap Physics 1 edition, we look at the conical pendulum and the factors that affect how quickly it oscillates. Today's question of the day focuses on the simple pendulum. How long would a pendulum arm need to be to complete a tick or a tock every one second at sea level on Earth? Is it 1 meter, 0.25 meters, or 0.125 meters? For the answer to the question of the day, please follow us on Instagram at The Absolute Recap. That's the A-P-S-O-L-U-T-E Recap. Check out our website, theabsoluterecap.com, for episode schedules, study guides, virtual tutoring, and to sign up for our virtual classroom. The Absolute Recap is produced by Brad Kingett with music by Zach Caruso. Today's episode was written by Ryan McDowell. Thanks for subscribing, and don't forget to rate and review wherever you get podcasts. Time's up. Now go look at the world through physics lenses. Thank you for listening to the Absolute Recap Physics 1 edition. AP is a registered trademark of the College Board. Copyright 2020. Absolute Recap LLC. All rights reserved.